Why do we compete in an unwinnable race? Frankly, I would rather win, so I would rather run in a race which has a history of producing winners. Tragically, most men don't know what that race is. We strain to keep it all together. But the pressure is often like a tight band around our chest. Sometimes the gravity of our debts and duties weighs us down so much that our interior posture is in a slump, even if we fake it and stand tall to the world. Confusion exists about how to achieve the desired result, the good life. We all want to improve our standard of living. That's normal. But the world where we live has implemented its own ideas about how to accomplish the good life, ideas which are far different from God's order. This dichotomy between God's order and the order of this world produces a strain on the Christian man trying to sort out his thinking. Are there absolutes? Do biblical principles really address the 21st century day-to-day problems we men have? Is it possible for us to sort through our problems and build a workable model for us to live by? Let's begin our look at the problems of men by first getting a handle on the environment in which we live and work. The first question we need to delve into is, how do we measure our standard of living? We Americans enjoy unprecedented material success. Yet it's deceptive to measure our standard of living in only one dimension. To comprehend the standard of living we have actually achieved, we first need to unbundle the concept of standard of living and look at some of the component parts. On a recent plane trip, I sat next to a distinguished couple in their mid-60s. Mr. Silver was the kind, gentle grandfather type with a perpetual smile traced across the creases in his face. I learned that they were just leaving Orlando, where they attended their son's wedding in a hot air balloon. He was trying hard to take a philosophical view of such contemporary values. As we talked, he reflected how all his financial dreams had been met, yet something bothered him. Yes, his financial standard of living was up, but an eerie feeling lingered that something wasn't quite right about his life. I happened to have with me a graph related to our discussion, so I showed it to him. He perked up and bellowed loudly right there on the plane. He said, yes, yes, that's me. That's exactly what has happened to my life. The graph I showed Mr. Silver shows two components to our standard of living. They are on sharply different vectors. While our material standard of living has soared over the last 40 years, our moral, spiritual, relational standard of living has plummeted. They have, more or less, traded places. The desire for instant gratification has taken the place of deferring to a time when we can pay cash for our wants. Today, men are consumed by desires to buy things they don't need with money they don't have to impress people they don't like. Men today are often worn out. Many who chase their dreams have lost their families. Too many children have grown up with an absentee father. Still, the invoices for the debts to accumulate the things we didn't need and don't use arrive in the mailbox like clockwork at the first of each and every month. The most lasting satisfaction of life is in our relationships. So why are we trading them in for careers with companies that will drop us like hot potatoes if we miss our quota?
Our standard of living must be measured in more than one dimension. The dominant economic theory in America for the past 40 years or so has been consumerism. Webster's Dictionary defines consumerism as the economic theory that a progressively greater consumption of goods is beneficial. Is that true? Is a progressively greater consumption of goods beneficial? Well, whether true or not, and I think not, we know from glancing at newspaper ads and TV commercials that American industry applies this theory diligently in its business plans. Just open your newspaper. Consumerism dominates the economic press. But how are we influenced to be part of consumerism? No greater influence impacts on our thinking than the media. Unfortunately, our media in America is controlled by secular humanists. So the sl-